everybody knows Philly's a shithole. Everybody hates it. Everybody hates going. The worst fans in the world. They just, they, they go out of their way to cause trouble. It's like, look, you're at a fucking football game. You're at a baseball game. Stop your bullshit. Uh, welcome to the Funnels to the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor. With me, as always, is Michael Johnny. Hello, everyone. No Johnny Graham or Eric Fulcoon tonight. Uh, I think uh, Johnny's daughters are... Uh, it's their weekend with him, so he will not be joining us. I did text him to see if he was going to be jumping on. He didn't respond, so they're either hanging out or he's sleeping, one of the two. So <laughs> let's go from there. No funny stories about how he got a dog this week. Um, yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, check that out on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> but overall, uh, really not much to talk about this week. A little bit of baseball stuff. We don't really follow the NBA or NHL too closely. So we got the NFL playoff results from Wild Card Weekend and this week's weekend's game starting tomorrow afternoon. So fair, we'll just start from the top. Seahawks lose a nail biter to the 49ers. Uh, 41 to 23. <laughs> uh, well, hey, listen, you, you know what? I mean, that game, I think, pretty much went the way we thought it was going to go. So, you know, no surprise. I think the first half was tighter than I thought it would be. Hmm. Um, hey, listen, they, 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 gave it a, they gave it a shot, you know, whatever. I just, look, I mean, the 49ers are probably the prohibitive favorite still. Right now, even above the and I know they're ranked a little above the Eagles right now, as we speak. They are the number one team, and and they're really showing it. Look, they've just, they haven't lost. They made since the first week where they traded for McCaffrey, and you know we played a couple of downs, you know three get you know three days after the trade, but they haven't lost since then. So what's that? Almost the end of October. So yeah, I think it's been like 11, 12 weeks straight. Yeah. So look, and it's hard to keep that up. You know, so, I mean, they would still have to win, you know, go on a, have a huge win streak to win the whole thing. But, they, you know, they got a great, they got a great team. They put together, a, you know, they got offense, they got defense. They got a, they got a, they're coaching, you know, they coach, you know, we take a lot now when you see it with the Jets and, you know, when I see it with the Giants and, and, and as much as I think the new school of coaching, you know, sometimes goes a little awry. But you know what? You see in San Francisco, they put together a staff that is withstood the test of time since LaFleur has been there. I mean, they just they know what they're doing and they've yeah. kept it intact. And, you know, it's it seems to work. You said Shanahan's been there. Uh, Shanahan, I'm sorry. I said LaFleur. I, I apologize. That's right. I <laughs> That's think last I week I kept saying Staley. <laughs> I kept saying uh Whoever Hackett instead of Staley. You said Hackett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chargers. Yeah, yeah. No, and I just said before. Well, like six uh, times. <laughs> well, obviously, I. You know what? I don't know if I was thinking of your. You know, your ex-offensive coordinator, but yeah, <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> um, I actually had written down that I was thought the 49ers were the favorites too. So, and they're this two seed, but at the end of the day, they they are looking the best. The Eagles. It's only Jalen Hurts' second game back in six weeks, and we'll get to that game later. But it uh, definitely feels like the uh, the Niners are the team to beat. So, 
Definitely. You know, it, it all depends on how Purdy plays, but if he can keep playing the way he's playing, where he's just uh, distributing as opposed to being the guy that has to win it, I think they'll be fine. Well, I mean, that, that's that's what I mean. He walked, he's in the possibly the best situation to walk into. I mean, you know, he's just played basically, hey, here's what here's what here's your job. Here's what you do. You're like you said, Sean, he doesn't have to march them down the field, you know, down, down six points trying to get a touchdown to win. He just moves the offensive long. He's got all the weapons he needs. Hey, you just keep it going. He doesn't turn the ball over. You know, he's, you know, forget that Mr. Irrelevant bullshit being the last pick of the draft. He's, uh, you know, what's the, you know, if, you know, he just, uh, he's in a good situation. Doesn't, it doesn't bode well for Trey Lance. Let's put it that way. Moving forward. <laughs> well, it's funny too, is they wouldn't have, would they be making a big deal about that if he was a, a, a non-drafted free agent? Exactly. Well, like they, they make such a big deal about the Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Last pick yeah. in the draft. If he wasn't the last pick and the first guy that was called about a, a fucking signing a contract after the draft, would anybody yeah. have given a shit beyond the first week of it? No, that's and that's he just would have been. That's what they would have just they would have said an unsigned pick. It's like they just an find these fucking yeah. Oh, and undraft the free agent of Iowa State. Do you believe he's doing this as an undraft? Actually, yeah, they would have. They would have hounded that. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> like you said, it still would look. The guy still got drafted. You know, I I know it's missed. Yeah. Think of all the people who don't get drafted. So you know, you made whether you're the last pick or the first pick. You know, plus he got a car a and a free trip to Disney World. That's like actually the best pick outside of the money. <laughs> well, let, let's put it this way. He didn't see he'd be in this situation. And, you know, I guess, you know, Garoppolo gets hurt every year. So it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that far, but after, but like I said, that, I mean, think way this team was in camp. They hmm. gave up on Jimmy G. You know, he wasn't even practicing with the team. He was off to the side doing his own thing. You know, Trey Lance gets the nod. Okay. We're going to go with the kid. He gets hurt. He doesn't play. They, 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 they're not playing. They're not the same team with him quarterbacking anyway. They mm. put Jimmy G in. They start winning. For whatever for whatever reason, the team responds to him. Then, as usual, he gets hurt. And well, Lance like, okay, didn't even this... make it out of the first game, did he? Didn't he get hurt no, in the first game? No, that was it. Yeah, he was done. He was. He was. <laughs> it's like their second <laughs> <was> drive. <laughs> but like I said, you know, but the whole season was predicated on him being the starter. Yeah, they were going with him and moving forward. And look, I, I'm sure he would have done once again. And you know, Shanahan seems to know what he's doing. And but you know, the talent, talent. You know, we don't know how good Trey Lance is going to be. But this kid, you know, Purdy just he he stepped into the right. You know, it was the best situation for him to be in. Let's, you know, like you said, if he was drafted by any other team earlier, you know, right now he's not playing, and possibly his season's over. If he's on an on playoff team, so yeah. whatever. Um. All right, next game: Chargers lose to the Jaguars in epic fashion. Crazy, crazy. The social social media quarterback himself, Herbert, didn't do shit in the second half. You know, you know, we we talked about that, Sean, when I started texting you, and you hit the nail on the head as we were talking. You know. Like, you know what? He he does have a lot of talent. You know, I won't take the talent side away from him. I just think he's very overhyped. And, you know, people say to say, they're like, well, put him on one of the other teams. How much, you know, he would be 
just as good as the other quarterbacks or, or, you know, he would get the same results, but you said it when I, and the same thing I was, he had that second half to take control of that game. You know, he could have slowed mm-hmm. it down, made the plays. Look, I, I understand you're at the mercy of the coach and the playbook, but he just, he, he, he was rattled. He was definitely rattled. He played like shit. He didn't take the team. You got to be in charge. You know, he's been in the league long enough. You take charge of that huddle. Hey guys, listen, now they're coming back. It's 27. Let's let Lee, come on. Let's have a good drive. Let's do something. He clearly doesn't have that skill just yet. And, mm-hmm. and it didn't cost them and they lost. And then this is the reason why both you and I, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people for as many people who, you know, sit here every week and, and claim that he's, you know, a top three quarterback and better than some of the guys that he isn't or, or hasn't even proved yet. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who think the same thing. Hey, look, he's just a, he's, 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 he's a decent quarterback and, uh, you know, he just hasn't figured it all out yet. At the opposite end of that spectrum is Trevor Lawrence, who had five turnovers in the first half or four turnovers with the four picks and then comes back out at the end of the first half, gets a touchdown. Second half, they get the ball back. They score a touchdown and he kept his team calm and, and, and cool and collected. And even went and had some Waffle House after the game. He didn't lose control. Sure. And that's, you know, once again, the book is still out on him. He's young. It's only his second year. But, you know, you can tell in, in college that he was, you know, even as a true freshman, he he, he has the skills to be, you know, a, a decent NFL quarterback, if not, you know, one of the best. Bet, or not, I'm not saying ever, but one of the best as he keeps moving forward. My, You know what? The funny thing is because watching that game, even when they fell down all that, all, all of the points and they're down and they're getting crushed. It never really felt out of it. And, and that's, and Doug Peterson, like I'm watching, they keep showing Doug Peterson on the sideline and he's looking at his playbook and he's going over his shit. And like you said, you know, they're getting killed. They could have mailed it in, but there was a guy talk about a coach. Like you said, I'm not a fan of his, you know, because just, I pretty much because he coached the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't care if he, co- I don't care. If he's the coach of Jaguars and I don't care if he was the head coach anywhere else. I just don't like Philly and he won with them. Um, but he ended up getting fired also. So I was like, well, you know how, you know, he was, if he was, he would have been there for years. He would have been there for 10, 15 yeah. years. But the fact still remains, the guy never looked like he was out of it. And he believed it. I think he went in and he told him that he goes, look, look, look I, I'm sure if I was an NFL head coach and guy had all them picks, I would have grabbed him by the fucking throat and said, listen, I can't, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I don't care if it's your first playoff game. And it just get back to basics, play the game. It, you know, he had a different way of going about it. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it proved out. And everybody, look, and you saw them get rattled, the Chargers. Toilet. We don't even know Bosa. who the backup is on this team. <laughs> <laughs> that's No, but the, <laughs> but the Joey Bosa penalty towards the end, you know, they, they, they were frustrated. Whether he got hit in the face, it doesn't matter. They, that team just, the Chargers just aren't a good team. I'm, I'm surprised, honestly. Heads didn't roll after that, you know. I know they only thought they were going to go so far, but you're up that high. I mean, that, that that's – it's not quite when the Oilers lost to the Bills, to Frank Reich, but still, it's 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 still it's still there. It's close to it. Actually, it's worse. It's <laughs> worse. Because the, the Bills had been to the Super Bowl like two years in a row before that. That's true. No, the Bills were a good team. Like, oh, yeah, sure. you still had Thurman Thomas, you had Andre Reed, you still had, 
Bruce Smith and other guys on the defense. Like well, Shawnee, it was 35 to fucking three. How did he lose that game? I watched that game yeah, in, our, in, in New York. I remember I, it. I just, just time the, the laws of the, 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 the time of the, the time of the game would suggest if you just have a couple of drives, you're going to win the game because they can't come back. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was before them. the two point conversion. A hundred percent before the two point conversion. I mean, you, you're sitting there and, 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 and you, uh, like I said, you know, some look, we saw a ball go through Buckner's legs. They scored two runs. They scored <laughs> three runs, excuse me, down to their last strike. Uh, I've seen other shit happen to me. If you're up that big in a game and you had, uh, well, no, look, we saw the, the Patriots Super Bowl against the Falcons. the uh, Falcons. It's the same thing. You have to, you have to take control of the game as the coach. So where as much as Peterson did what he did, it did not go on this other, the other side of the field, from the players to the coaches. We're up. Listen, let's do what we got to do. Let's cut the bullshit. I still can't. Now they got to go to Kansas City. Have fun with that. Uh- <laughs> yeah. but, say, but listen, but you know what? They, by all you know, by all means, they should have been out last week. So same yeah. thing. Look, they'll play loose. They'll build. They'll take this as a building process. And and, and strange that what, what if they turn around and win? <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? Be fucking nuts. Don't have to worry about those Atlanta tickets anymore. Not as <laughs> exactly. So it'd be we'll talk nuts. about that. But, yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute, Joe Mixon. You idiot! Yeah. Your, your stadium <laughs> is selling tickets right now for the AFC Championship game. <laughs> Moron. Uh, in case you do host the fucking Jaguars. Your stadium has been selling tickets. <laughs> oh, it's disrespectful. What? <clears throat> you might want to talk to the Brown family then and be like, hey, hey, hey. we're not in yet. I'm not all. You're all. <laughs> Dumbass. All right. The Dolphins and their uh, vape smoking head coach uh, <laughs> lost the Bills because he doesn't know how to get a play in in 40 fucking seconds. 34 31. Uh, I don't think the Bills are as good as everybody thought they were. I, I, I agree. I just... Uh, and to be honest, I think they'd be playing in Cincinnati this week had the DeMar Hamlin situation not happened. Uh, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, they got lucky because that, that was an awful situation. No, What I'm saying is... Had Cincinnati... Cincinnati was winning that game and 7-3 to three and they were driving. It was early. But they yeah. were, and they looked good. They looked like they, their offense was crisp. They looked like they were there to play. I think they would have won that game. Had they won that game, they'd be playing in Cincinnati this week because they would have been the two seed. Uh, no, Sean, I agree. Listen, I, I think uh, Buffalo gets over. I, I think Buffalo took a huge hit when Von Miller went down. Yeah. You know, I, I think he solidified that defense, which is still good and obviously was good. And, I, you know, Hamlin was part of it also. I, you know, it's, it's as much as, as much as praise as Josh Allen gets, he makes a lot of mistakes. Very reckless. Yeah. And, uh, well, I guess that's, that's part of like the Brett Favre thing used to be, yeah. you know, Brett, oh, the gunslinger and he's going to be, but to me, I don't know when Brett Favre had the ball nine out of 10 times, he was going to get the job done. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, he only won one Super, but I'm just saying career-wise, and maybe Josh Allen, but I, I'm with you too. I, I don't think I, 
it, it, it's, it's just amazing to me because of the way the season started for them and the way they played that last game, you know, the Super Bowl. But I think the Bengals are the better team. I just do. And, you know, we'll see. I guess we'll see tomorrow. But I, I think they're the better team. My game's Sunday, actually. No, that's right. You know what? I'm all fucked up because <laughs> when I would I'm sitting here and there's games tomorrow, it's Friday. I got to work. So that's what I mean. Actually. Yeah. I keep thinking Saturday night. Um, I, I will give the Dolphins credit for being down to their third string quarterback and, and not uh, and being in a, in a very cold weather environment with that crowd. They, they played a good game. I mean, they had every chance to win. They had the ball late with a chance to win it. So yeah. give them credit. I mean, yeah, McDaniels could have been quicker with getting the calls in and stuff like that, and you can't have that. Tony Romo was getting furious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim, I don't. Uh, you can't, you uh, can't do that, Jim. Well, you uh, see, but that's but, the but but sure, that's remember we talked about Tony Romo, and that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, a, a good call, like Jim Nance would point it out. Yeah. But he would just he would say it in his Jim Nance voice, and his. Yep. Now you had a guy who played the game. Who was it was it was excruciating for him to see because he's like, what the fuck? You got a chance to win this game. <laughs> and look, I know McDaniel, young coach, you know, thing. So look, you get a pass. First of all, like we said, the Bills let them back in the game. So I guess it was it was exciting, you know, and he just said, but but you know, you're being paid to be a coach, you're in the playoffs. I know it's your first rodeo, but but still, like you said, they had a chance to win that game. And if if he does a few things, a couple of things differently, you know, maybe they do with a third string quarterback, like you said. So, yeah. um, that moves us on to the early game on uh, the the middle afternoon game on Sunday. Your New York Football Giants, Danny Dimes with over 100 yards rushing, uh, get the W in Minnesota. Well planned. Uh, well, 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 well played uh, game plan is what I was trying to say. Excellent. Um, yeah, no, I know what you meant. By, by Dable yeah. and then the rest of those guys. Uh, Jones looked fantastic. Saquon looked good when he had the ball. He was playing out of the backfield. Uh, catch balls out of the backfield, I mean, and, and running the ball well. The only time a receiver made a bad play in that game was on that third down. Yeah, well, and, and like you said, look, Slayton's been what he's been. Mm-hmm. And he's had some big catches, but he's also had a lot of drops. You know, he dropped the ball in the Washington game. Granted, he had to leave his feet. He jumped up to catch it in, in the first Washington game where they tied. Yeah. That was on a big drive. He, he had a couple other drops. but And like you said, I don't want to get on. And the kid felt like shit. But, he, but here's the difference. The difference in, and like you said, look, this is just a, this is, a, you know, a, whatever the Giants do in this year, nobody expected. So that's fine. But there you are. You're in a you're you're in a in a, a a team's home field that's supposed to be much better than you. And you know what? You got the third down play. The ball's thrown right in his fucking hands, which is chest high. There is nobody around him. Nobody. Even if there's nobody around him covering him, and if he catches it, he's going to run for another ten or fifteen yards, and it pretty much ices the game. And you fucking drop it (laughs) and you drop it and you give the team the fucking ball back. So they did. I mean, they told them, Hey, listen, 
worry about it. And he was on the sidelines. But the point is, he tried down the field, dude, it is. He didn't have to catch your fake. He didn't have to. You got to make that catch. You have to. And, you know, in the yeah. past two giant runs, and they both happen to have, you know, both catches in playoff situations, Super Bowl and the play game, two catches, the Tyree catch and the Manningham catch. Those are the things that separate, no matter what you did before it, those are, those are coming down the clock, uh, late in game catches that obviously propelled in both of those games for that team to win. Here, this guy drops the fucking ball, drops it. And you just can't, and, and like, because they were, the, like I said, I, I wasn't pissed. He's, he's a good young kid. He seems to, you know, he, you know, he, he's a gamer, but you're in the end of, you know, but it was the same, like you said, Evan Ingram dropped passes all the time with the Giants. Look, look on the Jaguar. He doesn't drop a pass at all anymore. <laughs> he doesn't drop it. And he's like the featured receiver almost some of the time. So I just, you know, I don't want to get on the kid. Look, they won, but sure, the, the game's over if he catches the ball. Yes, because he would have had a first and the clocks running, but they would use their timeouts. They had, just, they had one timeout left, right, or something like that. That was it. Yeah, that was the last one. So, uh, whatever. But good win, good look. They knew, we knew from playing them during the season that they could play with them, uh, even there. You know, so I think that helped playing them on the road, playing them in their house. They knew where they had a shot. They did execute everything well. Um, I, I think Jones ran in the beginning a little too much, like all those design plays. And you could tell towards the end of the first half, he was getting tired. Yeah. And he had a couple of passes he threw. Look, he played exceptional. So I, it would be nice if they could win. Look, if he's got a scramble or something's not there right away and he could dart up the middle, that's good. But when I, you, you got a guy in the backfield who's trying to get a contract <laughs> based on his performance and all we're doing is calling fucking run plays for the quarterback and he's taking a beat. <laughs> so I, I re- that part, I don't understand the cold, the cold runs for him got a little crazy. Now, if you saw though, in the second half, he barely ran the ball at all. Yeah. And, and it wasn't, there was hardly any cold plays. But they did do a Statue of Liberty play, which was kind of nice. You never see yeah. that anymore. <laughs> the fake hand right behind the, the fake the, the back handoff. If Patrick um, Mahomes look, did he, that, we'd never hear the end of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. He uh I love Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying, if anybody if he had done that, you would never hear the end of it. Him, <laughs> Daniel Jones did it, and it was talked about Monday, and then that was that. And that was it. But he, and let me tell you, it was flawless. Also, it was really it worked out nice. He, uh, I mean, just just the way he, ex- he executed it, it was perfect. Yes, yeah. the, the fucking fake and the boom. Um, so look, they did. You know, they and like you said, they, look, Danny Daniel Jones is building towards becoming a better quarterback, and that's what you like to see. Like, it took this, you know, it, it, it's it, he's he performed in a playoff game for his first time. He's the only right. Is he? He's the only one with the what the run for 70 yards or whatever, throw for 300 or whatever, two touchdowns, yeah. the only quarterback in history, which is a little, I always think that's a little misleading anyway, because a quarterback doesn't run that much. You know, it's, it's like quarterbacks that win don't have to run for that. Well, in the yards. past too, they didn't throw that much because the game was different. It was more run base. <laughs> exactly. So, so you don't have that. I will tell you what's well, we'll get, you know what, we'll get into those games later. The giant and the Eagles. Just that a little, was- no, 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 but, but the quick caveat, like this is, they have 1,400 yard, rushing yards between them. 
in his Jones and, and Hertz. And it's the most in Career history. Career or this season? No, this season. They both rushed for over 700 yards or whatever. And it's Jones rushed for over 700. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and it's the first time. And, and Hertz would have had more, obviously, if he didn't yeah. get hurt. It's hard to say. I, I hate that. I hate Hertz is hurt. Hertz got hurt. <laughs> Hertz got hurt. But it's the first time. So they have 1,400 yards between them going into a play. It never, I, I, I don't even think it's ever came close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, whatever. So we'll, I mean, we'll get into that later. But look, good for the Giants. Good for them. A little you bit of a 2008 that, feel. Well, yeah, but you know what? I, I mean, I don't know how many times you could say that the team's not talented, you know. But <laughs> after a while, you got to say, look, they're playing well. So if anybody could play above the head, like, hey, listen, the, uh, the one of the, the elite eight, man. No, the Phillies did it this year in baseball. You get hot. You can do it. But like you said, everything's got to go your way. You got to catch the pass. You got to make the tackle. You have to. Uh, I mean, for you, this you football the, season, they're one of the top 25% of the league. So you have to hit the whole. Hey, look, they, they, they had a really good season. And they build in, like you said, you like what they're doing with the coaches. You like everything. You know, you know I, and then as soon as this shit starts. So now the teams are all lining up for their coordinators. <laughs> Yeah, you know they, they well Colts are asking information everybody, and I always say that it's like, look, you had one fucking year here, you know, like this coaching staff together, and, and you and you don't want to begrudge anybody for moving on and, and doing doing what they want to do in their career, you know what it is. But yeah, you know, you try to keep something together, and, and I know it's easy to pass off, like if Wing Martindale leaves to coach, I know the guy underneath him can take in and maybe, but but it's not going to be the same. So it's yeah. like you want to keep, you know, it's like the, the, the Giants kept that Belichick, Parcells, the early, you know, they stayed together. You know what I mean? So the defense stayed the defense for their two Super Bowls. You know, so. Uh, well, and then the guy under Martindale is not going to command the same level of respect in the room that Martindale does. Well, ex- exactly. So that's so, I mean, anytime these teams have a moniker of success, it's like, and did I, like you know what? Uh, Whatever. I, I mean, if I'm him, he's an older guy. He's doing well. I, I look at it this way too. Look, look at these guys. And I'm not talking about guys who became head coaches. And you know, I'm not talking about a Josh McDaniel who's clearly just a or Todd Bowles or something like that. There's guys who just look. Spagnolo gave it a shot to be caught. You know, they gave him the thing to be. But the guy is clearly a defensive coordinator. Just you know, just yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and I'm not, and I'm just like Steve Spagnuolo. I'm not going to say he crashed and burned, and he had a little bit of interim stuff. But like you said, if Wing Martindale goes to it, now he's not in control of his defense, and he's just going to sit there with that look on the sidelines, staring at the. It's, you know, it's probably some guys just aren't cut out. They shouldn't be the head coach. Just stay where you are. Keep it together. I think I'd almost rather not be the head coach. Well, it's weird because you know, you, you head coaches are just good facilitators. They get the guys going. Yeah. You know, you keep your team. You got to get, let, let's put it this way. 53 guys. You got to keep everybody in, in you know, vested and, and to see what's going on. Um, Some guys could do it. Some guys would rather, hey, look, just give me my guys and I'll take care of them. And, and, and that's, and that's how we'll work it. Yeah. Um, we'll Good for them though. Bengals hold on, get a miracle uh, 14 point swing in the fourth quarter. Uh, 
and find a way to beat the Ravens, who almost tied it up at the end of the game. Um, had that dude caught that Hail Mary, Justin Tucker doesn't miss. So that would have been a tie game going overtime. My question, though, regarding that game is, I know Joe Burrow doesn't really have the stats against the Ravens. They usually play, play him pretty well on defense uh, against Burrow, that is. Was it so close because they know each other so well and because they played the week before? Or were the Ravens, was Huntley just better than the guy who started last week? Well, I, I think. Or, the, or do we need to worry about the Bengals? <laughs> well, Sean, like you said, the Bengals still have. I think the Bengals this week, aren't they? They're short three offensive linemen again, right? All these yeah. guys are. They're, they're still the same, you know. I, it, it, your first question, I, I think it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, they, the, the, the teams know each other inside and out. Play a little, like you said, and then they just played. Um, Hunley played, he played well. Play, you know, he played a lot better than somebody who, you know, looked like, you know, uh, a deer in the headlights a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So I think it's just, you know, your opponent, you, you just know what's going on. I, I, I do think that was my point. Well, that, that's why I was so surprised that the Bengals went on a run that they did because they still, they, they still are, or how Burrow plays as well as he does. <laughs> because they really, they haven't corrected what they needed to correct from last year. So I, I don't understand how that team doesn't either free agency get better offensive linemen or find guys in later rounds like all these other teams do. Well, I don't, I don't know what they did from last year to this year. I mean, it seems like, I don't know if it was the same guys or if, if guys just got hurt again, but, you know, especially after the Super Bowl, where the guy was on his ass every two seconds and, and, you know, you sit here and you say, well, we got, we got the guy at this position. We got the guy at that position, you know, let's just try to build on this. And then yeah. if they came in, they all got hurt again. I mean, something's wrong. Remember all those years, the Mets would always get hurt and they blame the training staff. Yep. Or maybe it's time to start looking at the Bengals train. What the fuck, man? I don't know. dudes. These guys are hurt all the time. And there's nobody to protect. And, and I still don't understand how, you know, you shouldn't be that much, uh, you know, unless the guy's an Anthony Munoz or something like that, a once in a lifetime or a generational offensive line, Nick Mangold, you know, being a center. Yeah. The guy after you should be fucking good. <laughs> and he's in the NFL. And he's in the, and he's the second guy. I mean, yeah. you're right. You're, you're, you're the second person on you. Look, you're not. The, the guy in front of you is that is just a smidge better than you. Yeah. And that's why he starts. And for whatever reason, but you're there. The, the, but the, the staff and the, and the feeling of everybody else is if this guy goes down, you come in, you can do the job. Yeah. But it never seemed, it always seems like the drop off is tenfold. Like well, the guy, it always seems like those guys don't know what the calls are. Like they should. I feel like those guys should be studying harder than the, than the first team guys. Then, well, Sean agreed, and and they was they always come in with like a, like you said they come in like with a scared look, like I'm gonna fuck up because I don't. But you should be prepared. And what am I doing here? <laughs> I, I, it's just it is it, it the, the drop off to me is it, it just always seems like it's a lot. Hey, look, you you you, you you're big, you're strong. The guy behind the guy across from you is big and strong. Just ward him the fuck off. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're number two. 
you, you, you're not, you're not the fourth guy in the depth chart. You know, it's like, you know, it's not a tight end that's saying, Hey, can you go play, you know, offensive tackle because we're down all these guys. No, you're, you're a big lumber and fuck who this is what you do for a living. Do it. What's funny is most teams only carry maybe four extra linemen. No, that's it. Yeah. 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 It's so in theory, you're one of only 128 guys that can do this in the league, in the world. Well, definitely. Like, <laughs> well, do it. Those, do are, those it. are pretty slim numbers. Like, that's you're a very or small percentage of people. Or like, do it well. Yeah. You see, and that's, that's the funny thing about sports, too, Sean. Look at every professional athlete. How many? There's 750 baseball players. There's 1,000, you know, football players. There's, you know, whatever the amount of basketball, because there's 13, 12 on a team and hockey players, but the thought process that you can say, because I always love when they say that you're one of the, you know, you're one of the best, the thought process is there's somebody out there who never got the chance or never yeah. got whatever, who, who could be better than the best player in the game. Just never yeah. got the chance. And so when we always sit here, you, you exactly what you say is you're right. You're like, wait a second. All right. So the guy who's starting ahead of you, he's one of the best because that's why he's starting. But the guy behind, you know, I'm the guy behind you. I should be able to step in. And in reality, sometimes that might not be true. You know, maybe you just, you're just serviceable. They keep you, maybe you played well here. You're stuck in, but I just think the offensive line. You're a good locker room guy. Yeah. yeah, but, But you're right though. They come in. And they just look like sometimes they look like they're pa- they're panicked and and whatever they should be ready to go. <laughs> it sounds like World War Three is happening upstairs. Oh yeah, uh, that's good. Nice. Jesus, why are they still up so late? Go to bed. <laughs> is it the littles? Yeah, all of yeah. them. <laughs> um. All right, last game of the week. We have. The Dallas Cowboys going into Tampa, laying a beating on the Tampa Bay Bucks, thirty-one to fourteen. Uh, Brett Maher had some money on the game; he missed four extra points, managed to keep the game a half point under the under. Um, <laughs> not saying, just saying. I and, I've never seen anything like that. I, I think it was it was it was crazy. It was. After the third miss, I just start going for two. Hell, after the second miss, I probably would just started going for two. Well, they said the drive that the last drive they scored that they were hoping they the drive would and they would set him up for a field goal to try mm. to get his confidence back. So if he would have drilled the 45, 50, you know what I mean? Yeah, like something just to do. But you know, in short, look, you miss one, all right, you miss one when you miss the second. I had to it again. Nobody ever sees that. They were like, when they came out, they go, all right, he's saving And he kicked. I go, the third one, I'm like, this is this is a fucking joke, right? This isn't. <laughs> and then he misses the fourth. I go, this, hold on a second. There's something fucked up here. I, he should have gotten a cab and went home. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was, it was just, it was, it was insanity. Hey, but let's fuck it, whatever. If it, you know, if, I, I, you can't feel happy going on, keep moving forward. They uh, they they signed a guy to the practice squad, uh, but the guy in the practice squad that they signed 
not a great record with extra points. Yeah. Well, look, you just hope he goes out. You know, they told him, yeah, I mean, if you're the Cowboys, you say, look, you, you know how to fucking kick these. You know, you hope you don't have the yips. You know, just just get out there. And I, I never understood, too. Like, an extra point, you're straight on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty much. Why they push the ball right is it, just mind blowing. Why are you kicking it right? I, I don't understand. Just uh, look, I'm not, I'm not a place kicker. I don't know, but, but for some reason, I don't know why they push the ball to the right because he missed two of the. Why are you pushing the ball that way? Shouldn't you just kick it straight on? Well, the funny thing too is he was now because they push it back, they can line it up on whatever. Hash they want. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. Like I don't, I, I like you said, I don't know why I wouldn't just line it up straight unless the wind's blowing horribly the other direction, and then just then kick it from the hash and just aim further one way or the yeah. other. Yeah, I, I like it's I, I, I because he missed right and left. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like he, you know he tried it every way. Well, is he like pulled the first two, two, yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, then, and then he that's the third. Well, well, that's what I think happens after pulling the first. You say, okay, I'm just gonna, and then you end up fucking edging it that way. But it's just, I don't know. Look, I, I don't know how that, that's got to be a psychological thing, and he comes back from it, whatever. I agree. Uh, but but Tom Brady walking off the field for possibly the last time. Ha ha. <laughs> I mean, for the last time with the Bucks. Yeah, no, um, no, exactly. That's what I mean. But I mean, no, I mean, you know, people think it's the last time, but I, I don't know. I don't know what his situation is going to be. I can't imagine having that much money and continuing to play until I'm 45 years old. Hey, just he, he, he loves it. He, he loves the competition. Anyway, you know what? I honestly. His best thing would have been to walk away after the first year in Tampa after winning. Yeah, Look, he did. He did what he had. To, he 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 won all the times in in New England. Then the first year you went away, and you won. And you could have said, you know what, I'm good. I, I did it. I went somewhere else. But you know what happens there, Sean? Not that maybe that I don't know. Maybe they thought they could have won another one right away. You know, last year, sort of prevailing thought was okay. Maybe I come back and I win this. You know, if he didn't win that first year in Tampa and they would have won maybe year two or maybe year three this year, if this if it was the case, I think he would have walked away. But winning the first year, he was probably like, fuck it, we could do this again, you know? Yeah. And, and he didn't go out then. Now, I, I don't know where, you know, he's not going to be in Tampa, it looks like. Where are you going to go? I mean, we, we, I know he likes to play. I, I know he's got the drive in him. Fuck, as long as you could do it. But but it, it's it's funny because I, I don't know if I mean I don't know necessarily if you know his, his skills are diminishing. Still looks like he could throw the ball well and get yeah. the ball out quick. He could do all that stuff. Once he's throwing it to poor Russell Gage, you almost died. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But he he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't get hit a lot, let's say, for get for yeah. an old crit, you know, crit. <laughs> excuse me, an old guy who doesn't move a lot. He doesn't take a ton of hits. So I don't know. I mean, if, if <clears throat> oh, sorry, I got to take something to drink, but if he could, uh, <laughs> I, I'm joking. If he can find, he's got to find another situation though. And it's, 
How many times you, you know, I, I don't, you want to be Tom Brady, the guy who just went from, you know, <clears throat> a 20 year career with the Patriots. And then you went, okay, you won in Tampa. Then you left Tampa and you went to exit somewhere else to try to win. And then, you know, I, I don't, it's, it's almost like he's doing a LeBron thing, but not as agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Like to me, LeBron was just, I understand he was in Cleveland, then he, he became a free agent. Okay, he left. Then he left to win, you know, in Miami. But then he's like, all right, let me go to back to Cleveland. They did get lucky enough to win in Cleveland, so that's good. But then when that's said, all right, let me go to the Lakers. Now, you would think this would be his last spot. You know, I know he's waiting for Bronny to come. But, <laughs> you know, who knows? What, what if something else happened and he just went? Because, I mean, the Lakers aren't the same team and. I don't know. So is the guy just going to try to jump and go somewhere else? Do the Knicks draft Bronny? I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm good. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I like it. Yeah. Though that whole thing. Yeah, but, but um, and it's best. We don't talk basketball. No, no we I'm don't just, talk basketball. No, no, but I'm just saying. So in terms of Tom Brady, now I had heard, you know, and, and on the radio, and a guy said, look, he said, don't, don't, don't be surprised if Sean Payton ends back up in New Orleans. With Tom and Brady. that's And then they said, and don't be surprised if Tom Brady comes along. And then I started thinking, I'm like, well, that's, you know what? I, I don't, the, the, I'm probably one of the only people who, I don't give a shit if I ever went to New Orleans. <laughs> you know, I know everybody <laughs> over there. To me, it's just, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't like the stadium. I hate the fucking colors of the uniforms. It's indoors. <laughs> I, I can't. And I'm like, is that where I want to go? But you know what? Hey, you might go there and, you know, something happened. I don't know. Well, he's guaranteed to play eight games in a, a perfectly well, tempered stadium. Well, I sure. And, and honestly, I think that's why, like, the, the appeal to go to Florida, whether it was the Dolphins or Tampa, was part of that. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I mean I, he's 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 from the West Coast, right? Isn't he? A, yeah, Cal, he's like San Francisco area. Yeah, so that's so I think maybe one of those might you know California might appeal to him. But you're right, an indoor stadium eight times a year. You know, maybe it does make sense. Yeah, but they don't have but, any red in their uniform. You might want to go to the Falcons instead. Ah, uh, please, that's <laughs> he's definitely not going anywhere. That. That's a rebuilding project, or whatever. He's going to end up in Houston. Can you imagine that? Tom, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. So, look, it'll be interesting. You know, it'll. I got to be honest. When he goes, it's it's not going to be the same because you're so used to him being there. You know, it's. (laughs) Well, at this point, him and Rogers. Yeah, but I think I think Rogers will give it up. Like, you know, he's going to, well, unless he moves teams also, because as much as the Packers were on the doorstep of making the playoffs, they really didn't, they didn't have a good year. And, and, you know, his money hamstrings them from doing a lot. So unless he's willing to take less money to go to a, a, a situation if he's on their roster in June, he's owed $60 million. Guaranteed. No, I know, Sean. It's it, it, which is crazy, it, which is nuts. But that's what I mean. It's it's like so. But where do you jump on? Like, what's I know there was a lot of talk of him going to Vegas, like that was going to be the landing spot after this year. 
you know, that he would just, he obviously they're not going to pay him that money and he would get out and he would go to Vegas. So he would be back with Devontae Adams. So that, they're like, that was part of the, part of the plan anyway. You know, I don't, I guess, you know, the work, you know, the writing was on the wall about Derek Carr after this year. Anyhow, it didn't matter. Yeah. Unless I guess they won the Super Bowl, but so I, I just, like you said, I, I don't know what they, and, and look, what, what do we got? Uh, Brady's got a 10-year contract for $350 million waiting for him. Yeah. And Rodgers has the Pat McAfee show. He's got he's gonna be on that. They he wants him on that all the time. So and Sean McVay's got a TV contract waiting for him. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm glad that guy went back to coaching because he really <laughs> pissed me off. He did. <laughs> he pissed me. He pissed me off. <laughs> I gotta be, you- I, I, Sean, you see that here's the difference. Tony Romo, as much as I hated the game as a cowboy. He came out. I, I I like his stuff. To me, I, I don't like Sean McVay coming out to be an analyst. Is one of these little nebbish guys, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, talk, I'm not saying he's look. He's well. He's just short in stature. Yeah. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying it's one of the you know the gurus who were 28 to 29 to 30 when they were hired. But obviously now when the game when it gets a little tough, it's time. There's oh, I'm just going to take a break and go and wait for the best the best spot to open up. It's, it's not how it works. It's just, it's horseshit. And uh, I, so, so that, that, I mean, he really, I'm glad he's going back to coach now. So, cause otherwise I would have, I don't want to listen to him. I really don't. What does he got to say? I don't want to listen to him. You quit. You fucking quit. Basically. It got hard. Ooh, you got your Super Bowl. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Also with the Rams, Aaron Donald has said he's coming back. So he is coming back. Yeah. yeah. All right. This weekend's games tomorrow, four thirty p.m. at Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> uh, you have Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars with Mark Ingram as his number one uh, wide receiver, <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. The line is minus nine in favor of the Chiefs, and the over-under is 52 and a half. Well, let's put it this way. If the Chiefs lose this game, Andy Reid should be fired on the spot. <laughs> and Mahomes' and, contract should be ripped in half. <laughs> exactly, you know what? He, he should, they, they should ban him for three years. He shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to play. And, and, sure, the only reason I say, look, sometimes you root for the underdog. Sometimes you, like, you want to see a good game. And stranger things have happened. But but really, this is Jacksonville. They're just they're just starting to get a taste. I mean, we saw what they did last week against uh, you know, a, a team that's not nearly as good as the Chiefs. So I mean the Chief, let's put it this way: the Chiefs go up 27, they're gonna close the game out. So yeah. you know, as long as they play that now, but what do we always talk about too? The Chiefs never blow anybody out, mm-hmm. they never cover. Half the times they're losing these games and then have to come back and win. But I just, I, I think they only beat them 24 to 17 earlier in the season. Exactly. So I don't want to say, and I, I don't know necessarily if it's playing down to the level of competition. I just, I just think they're a team that they're a good team that just doesn't blow people out. And, but this, I think they, this is the statement game. They want to, they want to, well, you know what? But here's the thing also, you know, Jacksonville played late, you know, that being off. Also helps sometimes to taking that time. I know everybody wants to get healthy, but you know, you, you want to keep the live action. You want to keep going. You want to keep it. 
You want to keep getting it. You want to keep playing. So now you got the week off. You're coming off a team that's got nothing to lose. I don't know. Maybe maybe they won't win by nine, but like I said, if they lose. Intrigued by what the weather's going to be there. uh, Is it supposed to be cold or no? I I have no idea. But Uh, I'd be intrigued because if it is supposed to be cold, then one more thing in favor of the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's a you don't want to say a lock, and then without us going without the spread, but they should win the game. No, I agree. Well, you know what? It, well, the funny thing is, look, I mean, you could say the Chargers were the better team last week, but I don't think they were necessarily locked to win that game, and and they did end up losing, but and they lost in spectacular. We all fashion. picked the Jaguars. That's what I'm saying. They exactly, but they and they lost in spectacular fashion. So yeah. That's my point. My point being that, you know, this week the Chiefs are supposed to win. And, you know, it's a good shot they're going to. Yeah. Um, tomorrow night at 8.15, your New York football giants, led by Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley, at the Jalen, he might be hurt, hurts Eagles. <laughs> Eagles are seven and a half point favorites, and the over-under is 48. I believe when they played at the Giants, that's how much they won by was 48. <laughs> yeah, that was I was at that game, so it was not right. <laughs> You going to Philly tomorrow? Nah, I mean, fucking place. <laughs> this is why you fit in well. Too bad Eric's not here. He hates Philadelphia too. Yeah, but no, but you know what it is. It's, it's not even. It's the people. We know. I just we don't have to. Everybody knows Philly's a shithole. Everybody hates it. Everybody hates going. The worst fans in the world. <laughs> Well, it really, you know what? Like you said, here's, here's the thing. That's you how know, the show's open. Rep- What's that? That's how the show's <laughs> open. Everybody, yeah. Everybody knows Philly's yeah. a shithole, the worst fans <laughs> of the world. That's how it's well, open. But, but it is. And it's, you know, and I always like when they say, well, they booed Santa Claus. They did that. It, it has nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Just, I feel this is a lot, a lot in sporting events now. People can't keep to themselves. And, you know, I just, they just they they go out of their way to cause trouble. It's like, look, you're at a fucking football game, you're at a baseball game, you're at something. Like, I never had the urge to scream or throw shit at somebody who was wearing a different uniform out of get. You know why? Because I'm a reasonable fucking adult, and I've been <laughs> like that since I was a kid. You know, a teenager into teenager, whatever. It just it, it doesn't it, it it doesn't interest me doesn't interest a lot of people. It's nonsense. And people who go to games to do that kind of shit, they, they're fucking losers. They really yeah. are. I just, I don't understand it. You know what, Sean? Look, you have young kids. You like taking them to games. The college games are good. Did you take them to? You know, you would still at the time you would go to national games, which are good. And look, I'm not even talking. If you go to a game, look, people are going to curse. I, I don't, you know, yeah. you, my kids I curse. Have heard it. No, exactly. So I was going to say, kids have heard it. That's fine. But you know what? Just to sit there, somebody throwing beer on somebody is screaming and fight. And the women are just fucking bad. They start <laughs> fighting out too. It's like, sit down, look, watch the game. You can say your shit. But just, you know, just, you know, when you're walking through the door of the place, yeah. if you're rooting for the opposite team, there's going to be some bullshit. Yeah. And like I said, it could be quite, you could sit in your chair and not say a peep the whole game. But just because you have the different jersey on, and if shit goes starts going bad their way, there'll be a guy ten rows behind you and to the left, 
fuck it. And they'll throw a hot dog at you. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. And, and, you know, and it's like, it's like, come on, man. You know, it's like, stop your bullshit. And then a bunch of other people sitting there laughing and doing their shit. Hey, listen, eh, whatever. But aside from that, (laughs) we'll get Listen, I've told the story before on here. I went to one Eagles game. I bought a T-shirt in that stadium to make certain that everybody knew that I was not there to root for either team. But I bought an Eagles shirt to keep my ass, you know, comfortable. Um, No, but I Eagles Ravens game. Yeah, and I saw more Eagles Eagles fans nearly fight each other than anything else. Yeah, they're jerk offs. I don't get it. Like one guy was wearing a Yankees hat and an Eagles jersey. For all anyone knows, this guy's from like Middle New Jersey. Well, that's what happened. Yeah. So he's a Yankees fan because his dad's from New York originally. And he's an Eagles fan because they're the closest NFL team. And he like Donovan McNabb or some shit. Uh-huh. And so they're like booing him. And I'm like, why? Like, he's a fan of the <laughs> – you're here for the football game. You're not here for the ma- – <laughs> like, I get it, but I don't. Like, who get- I point out to my kids, like, if I'm at a Mets Nationals game or like a Mets Orioles game, and I see a guy wearing a Red Sox jersey – I'm gonna point. I'm gonna point them out to my kids. Not like blatantly, like look at that asshole. But I'm gonna yeah, be yeah. like, hey, guy came to the wrong game. Uh, you know that kind <laughs> of shit. I'm not gonna be. Yeah. Like, yeah, gets better. She's like, why did why does that matter? It's a baseball shirt. I'm like, it's the wrong fucking team. Like nobody, I, they're not here. <laughs> I, I never understood that either. I I don't. I to this day, I don't understand it. I don't understand why somebody wears a different jersey to. To, to a completely to, to a, a game that doesn't involve their team or just wear team. just wear a gray t-shirt at that point <laughs> whatever wear a band t-shirt nobody's <laughs> gonna care yeah no I, I never understood that I, I don't understand that um I gotta show my team get the fuck and it's a shame too because you know the Philly baseball stadium's a nice ballpark I'll never nice. know. I have no idea. I'll never. Like I'm saying, it's nice, and you go to, and like you said, you got to put up with bullshit. So, yeah. I mean, like once again, unless you go to a neutral game, and you just. God, I'm rooting for the Giants so hard tomorrow. Like you said, look now they're in the same. To me, they're in the same. Same. I think they the win. Jaguars, same boat as the Jaguars. I would look. You know what? It can't be as bad as 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 week whatever that was that I went to the game in December, fourteen maybe. I think it was week yeah. fourteen. It can't be as bad as that. Obviously, they didn't play anybody in week you know eighteen. Um, so you, you got to take that game. I know they made it close at the end, but I, I you know you got to take that away even without the starters. I mean, Hertz has played one game in like well, six weeks. See, that's the thing, also. And that was against and your third string. You would you would hope he'd be a little rusty, or at least that's yeah. what you're trying to say. And maybe he's you know, and I don't want to say timid, but maybe he takes a couple of shots. And I know you're ramped up and you and you're sitting there, but I don't anything can throw them off. Look, let's put it on paper. They got the skill skilled players are better. I I would, but I would say right now Daniel Jones is playing as good as any quarterback. Yeah. So you want to say that's even, that's fine. That fucking defensive line is sick. They all got th- double that, double digits and sacks. So you're going to have to run the ball because, you know, if you sit back and you got to drop back and pass 40 times, you, you, it's not going to work. Yeah. 
So they need to run. You need, you need to get Barkley. Barkley did dick week 14. He didn't run for anything against them. He's, he's going to need to, he's going to need to run, you know, uh, uh, Jones will have to not even on design runs, but look, Hey, listen, you do that. When that pocket collapses, when, when they're all rushing you and coming at you and you have that, he's going to have to take off. Yeah. You know, he'll have to do it that way and just try to keep them in balance. And then, uh, we'll see. I'm sure. Look, I know they'll be well coached. I know they'll have a good game plan. I know they got it. You know, Gable remembers getting embarrassed in week 14, but you know, it does help playing the team twice, regardless of what they did in the last week. So, and, and anything can happen. And look, they're playing well right now. This is his version of the Rex Ryan revenge tour, Minnesota. Now he's got the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys hey, beat San Fran this year? I know. I know. Hey, listen, they don't, like I said, they're the toughest team. Well, one with one game at a time. Look, if the yeah. Giants were lucky enough to get to the NFC championship and, well, and once again, Sean, like I tell you, if the Giants get to the NFC championship or the Super Bowl, it just shows you the state of the game because <laughs> they, they should, you know, they were, they were a six win team this year. That's what they should have been. Yeah. You know, if you get I and, I, and even when people are, ah, if you get hot, you get hot and football's weird. And plus they would get there without any fucking wide receivers. It's just insane. It really is. It would, it would be, you know, so as much as I'm rooting for it, I hope it happens. <laughs> and guys, if they won the Super Bowl, it'd be great. And then I'd just be like, really, though? No, this is the this team beat everybody? It's fucking nuts, man. It'd be crazy. So you'd be happy, but in the same sense, I'd be crying. So I'd be like, the game sucks that nobody can knock them off. You know, you'd buy your Giants' fifth Super Bowl t shirt. Uh, well, let me tell you. Well, I mean, that's look, that goes without saying. But, <laughs> but I mean, if this team, you take a team like this, and if you stack it up against any of the other four, you if know, they make the Super Bowl, I want them to wear the early 90s uniforms that they wore earlier this season. Like, the which one was that? The great the one with the, the Giants uh, helmet. Oh, the Giants on the helmet, like, yes. Like that old school one that they wore with the blue jersey, you know? With like blue, yes. I like that, too. Yeah. Bring that shit back. Do it. Um, all right, so you got? Well, I'm going to go Giants. I am as well. I'm taking them with the upset. Yep. All right, uh, Sunday at 3 p.m. Talked about this one a little bit before, but here we go again. Bengals at the Bills. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say the Bengals win. I am also going to say the Bengals win. For those wondering, the, the line is five and a half Buffalo, uh, minus five and a half, and over-under is 49. I don't know if that matters to many people out there, but I wrote it down anyway. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm – I don't, I don't know why they have no offensive line, but I, I like well, the way the Bengals played last time. And I, I believe that uh, the Bills are a little suspect right now. And sure, what was the reasoning again for this game not being played at the neutral side? I think because the Bills had a better record, but I'm like, if they played that game. Yeah. And Cincinnati, Cincinnati won it. They yeah. would have had the same record, I think. Exactly. So I, and, I'm still so confused. I, yeah. I, and then this way, would if they played this one at the neutral site, then whoever played the cheat, it wouldn't matter. It would be yeah. fine. Who gives a fuck? 
Yeah, because the Bills finished 13 and 3, since he finished 12 and 4. Had since yeah. he won that game that they Hamlin got injured been, in, they both would have been 12 and uh, 13 and four. and 4, and Cincinnati would have had the head to head. Yeah, so isn't it just strange? So, if anything, this would have been a neutral site. I remember them explaining it, but it still didn't sound. Yeah, and because I guess because I guess they were saying had Buffalo beaten Cincinnati because they didn't finish it. So you never know what could have happened. Had Buffalo won that game, them and Kansas City would have had the same record and Buffalo would have gotten the one seed. Oh, wait, what, what did, did Kansas City finish 14 and four or 13 and five also? They finished 14 and three. Buffalo finished 13 and three. And since he finished 12 and four. So had, but had they finished that game and the, Bills suspend, and the Bills won, they would have had the same record and the Bills beat them in Kansas City earlier yes, this year. So that's what they would have done. Yeah. Okay. And that was the same well, thing also, I think, with if can if it's uh is it the same thing with the Bengals if the Bengals win or is no? Well well the no. Bengals would the Bengals beat the Chiefs also, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the Bengals beat the Chiefs because the if the Bengals would have beat the Chiefs and the Bills. Yeah. They, yeah. Interesting. Uh, whatever it's done it's done i just you know what i i I mean that was a very obviously very rare situation so like i'm not gonna fault the league for any decisions they made i would just been like listen guys i'm sorry i know you beat them but we couldn't finish your game by percentage they're the number one seed i know you beat them in their house but we could also always say hey because the score was this when the game ended this is what it is you both had had a a possession because the score was seven to three you yeah. lose. Um, I, like they could have done that too. So I mean, but you don't want to penalize a team for one of their teammates nearly dying on a fluke play on the field. So like, yeah, no, I I get. Look, I, I understand they couldn't complete it. I you know, and I understand. Okay, maybe you didn't want to. You know, so they called it a no contest. They did whatever. But in the same respect, if it didn't mean so much, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a little better. But the fact that this still is going to affect or possibly affect you know, the next week's game is, is crazy. <laughs> uh, there's only one thing we can do. Yeah. Root for Jacksonville. Yeah, no, that's true. If Jacksonville Make wins, it makes it a lot easier. Makes it a lot easier. It does. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I kind of wish instead of having it in Atlanta, you you mean to tell me Cleveland's got something going on in their stadium January 28th, 29th? <laughs> Fucking 12 degrees there. Nobody's playing an outdoor concert in Cleveland January 29th. Like, we couldn't play that game there? Well, I, like you said. In between the, the both mid- locations. Yeah. You get fans in from both areas, potentially. And you get, and you get a cold weather game, which is what it would have been anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. How about how about it having it in a place that mimics either one of the two place the stadiums that they would have played in? And there's like potential for snow all through the Ohio region next weekend yeah. too. I mean, they could have done it there. They could have played in Chicago, right? Unless Chicago, right? No, nobody well, wants to play in Chicago. Is that what they said? They have the worst field in the world. Oh, okay. Is that what is the that field true? is shit? 
Sony would have torn an ACL. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just they, they could have played in such a, but in Atlanta, like who? Nobody's going to Atlanta for that. No, it, it, it's it's just going to be it's just going to be Atlanta. Pe- people in Georgia are going to get to see a championship game that they have no rooting interest in because they don't like either. You know, they don't root yeah. for either team. They'll it's fill gonna... the stadium. But it's funny though. But wasn't the other? Wasn't it? They were trying to think between Atlanta and and Indianapolis and Detroit. Like it was every indoor stadium, right? That yeah. that came up. Yeah, I, I don't know. They get you know they could they could have put this game anywhere else. Oh, they could have played it at MetLife. Bring it, bring it this way. <laughs> I would have gone. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised they didn't go to like, uh, you know, one of the California or Arizona. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't go to there. Oh, wait, where's the Super Bowl this year? Glendale. So it is in Arizona. Okay. Yep. Well, they could have had it in Vegas. <laughs> well, what's going to be great is uh, the lead announcers for the Super Bowl Former Mets uh, sideline reporter Kevin Burkhart. Burkhart, yeah, <laughs> proud of him. Uh, <laughs> all right, last game, six thirty p.m. on Fox Sunday evening. Classic matchup: Cowboys at Niners. Niners are favored by four. Forty-six and a half is the over/under. Not only do I say that the Niners will win in cover. But Joe Montana will hit Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone. <laughs> I think that's happened before. No, uh, fuck, it's going to happen again. They're all going to be playing in their 60s. Dwight Clark. He, he might, Dwight, Dwight Clark might have passed away. I think he might have, actually. I, uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> Birdie. To, to, uh, not Kelsey. To Kittle. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, they look, I, you know, I'm not a Cowboy fan. And if I just want to be accurate, I just, I, they're the best team. So I, I predict the San Francisco win. Fuck it. I really want to go Cowboys here. How else could you look? Oh, you do? Yeah. I do. I want Cowboys Giants NFC title game. Well, I was, but no, but either, either or. I mean, a, a, a total NFC East. Uh, yeah. If it's the Cowboys Eagles or the Cowboys Giants, I'm gonna go Cowboys. You gonna take them? The upset? Yeah. I just looked at my look. I know. I know. I got three. Dog. I got three dogs winning this weekend. <laughs> no, you do. I think. Look, I think Dak played well last week, but I also think they played a shitty team. Yeah. On the road. <laughs> you know. You know how that whole thing is. They can't play on grass. They're not well on grass, but. They played it cost well on me grass 770 bucks. They played well on grass against the shitty team. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just, we'll see. Sure. You know, like it's, it's a, it's a decent pick, but you know, trying to go with the Cowboys, I, I just, I, I think San Francisco's. Got, I think, you know, I think San Francisco's going to win. No, no, I, I do. know, but I, I but I'm, I, 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 I don't know why I'm, but Here's the thing. Dak Prescott cost me 770 bucks last week. Dude led the league in I had a 10 leg parlay. I hit on the first nine legs. That's crazy, sure. The last one was Dak Prescott to throw an inter- interception. He led the league in picks. Yeah. 
and he missed five games. And then somehow it doesn't happen. I'm like, are you shitting me? Like, I can't believe you take those bets where you got to hit 10 things. <laughs> I hit on nine of them. Yeah, no, and, and then hit on nine and lose on and lose on the one that should have been the no-brainer. Yeah. Saquon almost cost me because I had him with over 50 yards rushing and he got like 53. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, so and he had like closer. 52 and had like a three-yard loss. And I was like, you mother, you <laughs> better get these. <laughs> oh, so you had a few things that might have. I had a few things that I sweated out a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of them was like Purdy to throw two TDs, and then like by the middle of the third quarter, I was like, Purdy, <laughs> I need you, to, <laughs> you need to throw the ball, bud. Uh, so, but yeah, what can you do? All right, so you don't expect that to hit, but when you get that close, you're like, I, I would like that to hit, especially because it was a free bet from, from FanDuel. So I was like, oh, that would have been nice. Uh, all right, so. So then if we're sitting here and if we throw our predictions, so I, I, I my prediction for the championship games are Giants San Francisco, <laughs> but my, perhaps the Eagles and uh, Chiefs and Bengals. Are you going just money line or are you going uh, with the spread? Well, the Giant game, I would take the spread because I'm figuring yeah. it's going to be high. Yeah. Although, yeah. although, I mean, if they beat the Eagles, it might not be ridiculous. Obviously, you know what I mean? If they got in, because it would probably still be about six or seven, I would guess. Yeah. So yeah, maybe a 10. So uh, for Giants, money line, Cowboys plus the three and a half, Bengals plus the five and a half, and Chiefs money line uh, plus 1651. Yeah. So ten bucks would win you one sixty five. Yeah, wow. So, <laughs> but all right, I think that's all we got for the NFL. Got a little bit of baseball to finish up with. Um, this week, some movement has occurred in in the final bit of free agency with about thirty days to go till pitchers and catchers report. Uh, Araldus Chapman signed an agreement with the Royals. Nice. All right. Uh, <laughs> the Mets signed um, noted fantasy football player Tommy Pham. Uh, the Red Sox signed Adam Duvall. They signed somebody else too. I can't. I can't remember who else they signed. Oh, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, wasn't anybody Duvall, big? Yeah, but, Duvall was the bigger name on it. Uh, Trey Mancini signed with the Cubs. Yep. Andrew McCutcheon returned to Pittsburgh for his final year. Yeah, he's going back to Pitt. So uh, I like that. Uh, Nelson Cruz signed with the Padres. The Twins traded Areas. Yeah, yeah. Something I can't. I don't know how to pronounce his name. No, that's that's Areas. To the Marlins for uh, Pablo Sanchez and a prospect, I believe. Um, Lopez, right? Pablo. Yeah. Pablo Lopez, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a prospect, Jazz Chisholm has agreed to move to play. Uh, he's going to play center field, and he's going to win a Gold Glove, is what he's saying. Um, <laughs> so I like, I like that. I like that attitude. Um, so I mean, Marlins making some moves, trying to do stuff. Uh, they saw 
trade away one of their better pitchers, but all right. Um, you know what it is? They, they, you know, they have such a plethora of pitching because then they have other pitches besides the, well, they signed Quato also. So yeah, they're starting about five. They had two before they traded Lopez. So they had their starting five and then they have two or three kids in the minors who are close to, well, one of them is going to have to pitch this year now. So I, I think they like their pitching. Look, they build it that way, and then you get a couple of – look, hey, you get a guy who just won a batting title, so that's good. You know, yeah. you, you piece it together. Hey, let me tell you, you know what? When he first came up a couple of years ago, just the name in general, Chisholm. <laughs> you know, Jazz, you just said that, but, man, he, he – He's good. <laughs> he can fucking hit. And he, if, and he gets hurt, though. He, he gets hurt. He does. It, he's so tiny. It costs him a lot of time, but he can fucking hit, man. He's yeah. he's a legitimate hitter. He can hit. He can play the field. He's a good ball player all run. the way around. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I, mean, I'm a bit, I, I like watching him play. I don't like him hitting home runs off of Mets pitchers, but I yeah, like watching him play. I, I can look. He has a quick stroke. He he hits the ball hard and far for just having a quick stroke because he. It's not like he hits cheap home runs either. No. He, I mean, he, he hammered balls off of the ground. Yeah, no, he can. He yeah. So I, I mean, I like he's he's a, he's a good ball player. Somebody will be out there in free agency in a couple of years and probably won't sign unless they lock him up, which I doubt. But with what money? Know, we'll see. You. What's that? With what money? The Marlins aren't signing anyone. I, I just, you know, it's a weird show. And, you know, we sit here and we say <clears throat> that they don't have any money, but uh, they know, have how, money. Yeah. Of course, they they all. It's just, how do you want to say? Look, they, they tried. don't spend money. Let me rephrase well, that. Well, no, no, they'll spend money, but they you try to get like 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 last year they tried to get Avicel Garcia, right? Remember or whatever they you know yeah. they tried to get players, <clears throat> guys who other teams aren't going to give huge contracts to. They'll give them something and see if they can catch lightning in the bottle. And you know, hey, let's put it this way, man. I thought when they had a team. I still never forget that year. And all of a sudden I'm like, fucking Pudge Rodriguez signed a one-year $10 million contract with the fucking Marlins. I'm like, why is he going there? They won the fucking World Series. (laughs) And he had that fuck the the play of JT Snow at home. And he held the fucking ball in his hand. That that play wouldn't be allowed anymore. (laughs) When you could run into be exactly fucking Buster Posey, fucking jerk off. Let me tell you something. (laughs) They had... They played this game for so long, and just because Buster Posey got fucking hurt, we can't run into the catcher anymore. Well, why not? <laughs> Pete Rose did it in a in an exhibition game and ended a guy's career, and nobody gave and nobody blinked twice. Well, that's it, but that's what I'm saying. They didn't make the Ray Fossey rule, and you still did it. And let me tell you something. I going through the baseball TikToks. I never, there was the game. They were playing the Blue Jays were playing the uh, Seattle Mariners in Seattle. Yeah. And on a base hit to right field, Buck Martinez was the catch. On Broken leg, hit, right? He break, not only does he break his leg, but Gorman Thomas, who hit the ball when Buck Martinez is laying there, <clears throat> started running from second to third to catch him. Buck Martinez from his ass threw the ball, but he threw it wide of third. 
Oh, no. He threw it away. Gorman Thomas tries to score. Left fielder picks it up or the shortstop. Whoever picks it up throws it to Buck Martinez, who's laying down. And he catches it and he tags Gorman Thomas out. So this fucker had a busted leg. We didn't make the Buck Martinez rule. And he got, <laughs> and he got an out. He got two outs with a busted leg. Or I guess the leg broke on the first one. The game was different. (laughs) Buster Posey's career did not end. No. Why did they change the fucking rule? It's, it's, and look, if you think about how many times there was an actual blast at the plate or somebody hit something, and I know, you know, look, it could be whatever, but if a guy's coming in, most of the time it's just fucking, you know, nobody's spearing in. Ty Wigginton liked doing it for the Mets. He was a, he was a big guy crashing into the plate, but I, it just it changed the game to the point where a catcher doesn't even set up by the plate anymore. He yeah. catches the ball three feet in front of the plate, and it has to come diving back all the time. It's just it's a ridiculous rule. It's stupid. If you want to say, look, <clears throat> try to avoid smashing into the fucking guy, but if there's contact. We'll just, you know, whatever. We'll let it go. Do something. It, it caused all of his head first fucking diving bullshit, which guys, more guys will get hurt on that if they could. Yeah. Um, Sean, it infuriates me. Pete Alonzo loves that head first dive, too, and it drives me fucking crazy. Well, Somebody's going to land on his shoulder and separate it. And it's bad because he's always falling forward as he's running. He's like yeah. a lumbering oof. And it's just like, Pete, Stop. Stop doing it. You know, nobody ever dove into home plate. You told not to because a catcher was there. Once you're like, hey, the catcher can't be in the fucking way, which doesn't make any sense. You were taught as a catcher when the ball's coming to put your left leg at the tip, at the tip of the third baseline of home plate to Mm -hmm. block the plate. That's exactly what you're doing. Now, everybody comes up. It was funny when we went to when I went to see the Durham Bulls this year. And there was a play at the plate. And Sean, I shit you not, the catcher was like six feet in front of home plate. He caught the ball. The guy would have been dead if he was by home plate. He would have been out by three feet. He caught the ball and had to sprint two, three, four steps and dive. And I just, and I look at it, I go, this is, everything is being taught wrong. It's just wrong. And and just to say, and for what? So you might hurt. There's nobody saying that this guy was gonna blast into him and hit him. And shit, you can still slide and take out a catcher's leg, and he might drop the ball. But it's just so so stood the kid. He ran. He ran up the catch, and the ball would have. And I'm not saying he ran up the, the short hop it to stop a short hop. He ran, caught the ball chest high, which would have reached him where he was. Yeah. And the guy would have been out, and you let a run score. So if this is what you're teaching in the mind, is this what the guy's gonna do? And, He's never going to make the majors because I think he was hitting 180 something. Well, maybe, maybe he will. But it's just, it's just as crazy. long as he's got launch angle, he's good. Yeah, oh, sure. But it was just, it was, I mean, literally, he was almost to the grass portion of the cutout in front of home plate. And I go, who the fuck are you getting out there? <laughs> never anybody. I never thought that I would be the guy that would look back and go, this isn't the way it was played when I was younger. <laughs> but here I am in 38 going, this is not the way it was played well, when I was no, younger. But, <laughs> but Sean, it's, you're of the age where you saw it that way. That's why I still say, <clears> you know, <throat> even though they're younger than you, 
the McDaniels, the McVees, you know, the 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 the, the O'Connell. He's almost got all last name in Minnesota. O'Connell, yeah, yeah. You know, they they are young here, but they grew up watching a different game. Yeah. But what happened is since they've started coaching, the game's going a different way. Um, wait, wait, one of the game, one of the playoff games. There was some analytical bullshit that the guy made a made a made, made a decision. What was that? Was that week eighteen? I think that was week eighteen. All right, week eighteen. Somebody made a fucking whacked out call, <laughs> and it, it it hurt. They lost the game. I don't think it it mattered, but it's just that's why these guys are that that way. It's just so, but but they they are of the age that they saw the game played. And, and look, I don't want to say the right way, the wrong way. But once again, if it wasn't teams won doing it that way for years, teams won, teams did it. So it's like when they're like, well, this is the way the game's played now. But why? <laughs> That's what I always say. But what, what do you mean? Is So everybody plays the game shitty. There's still got to be a winner. However, if you play the game that's not so shitty, you might win many years in a row. And teams won't find a way to beat you until they play the same way you play. That's funny. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, but it is, but you're right. So as your age at 38, yes, you don't mind the way the games are going sometimes, but you did watch it when all the sports were played a different way. And see, this, know, there's me, certain things that I, I absolutely hate. One of the biggest things I hate in the NFL right now, beyond anything else, is the roughing the passer. Yeah. There was literally a play Sunday in the Giants-Vikings game Yep. Uh where a guy tackled Kirk Cousins as he was throwing the ball, grabbed him by the hips, and kind of swung him around, as you would if you're tackling someone who's running from you. Didn't throw him, just kind of wrapped him and rolled. He actually almost let him go. Yeah. And they still flagged him. And everyone goes because he hit him in the helmet initially. I'm like... That was accidental. Like they're, they're not going to call yeah. that typically. His hand came as he was coming down the head. Yeah. But, but they would have said that they would have been like, he hit him in the helmet or whatever that they did it because they saw that whipping motion. And I'm like, that's a fucking tackle. Uh, like, it's, it, and sure. That was on the last drive. Yeah. That could have, they, that could have cost the giants the game. A hundred percent. And I'm just like, that's not roughing the like roughing yeah. the passers when a guy's let go of the ball is standing there and gets hit at like two two steps later. Exactly. Crowned a chin. That is roughing That's, the passer. Or like you said, even just taking one to the chain. Yeah. If he threw the ball and he's sitting there watching and he gets hit, that's roughing the pass. Yeah. Or if the guy wraps you up and throws you to the ground, that's yeah. roughing the pass. That's exactly it. They've they've brought in, they just put it this way. And you know how bad it is because Kurt Cousins didn't get hurt on that. Nothing happened to him. But he looked up immediately to say, hey, because he knows the rule and he knows how to get away with it. You know what I'm saying? He Did you see what I put on Facebook? I was like, wow, what, where are we, what does football come to when Kurt Cousins is getting Tom Brady calls? Yeah, no, it's, I, I, but, but it's true. But he knew to do it. He, he knew, he knew to put yeah. up the hands, say, hey, what the fuck happened? Sure, it's, it's, they're bad. It's it's just it's it's bad. Uh, oh, another another NFL one I have real quick. Guys yeah. used to leave their feet. They a defender would catch them occasionally and throw them down. Right? 
Yeah. Some people are like, well, that's a bit unnecessary, unnecessary roughness. Then don't leave your fucking feet. <laughs> don't leave your feet. That can't happen to you if you don't jump. Like It's really a simple yeah. thing. If you just run and you drop your shoulder into the guy, you might be able to run him over and, and destroy him. But instead, <laughs> you try to jump over him. If he catches you and throws you down like a sack of shit, that's your <laughs> own fault. Yeah, listen, like don't do that. There's just the 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 different the different rules, the different everything. You know, football's a weird sport also. Like I said, even just reaching, you just have to put the point of the ball over the end zone, right? Yep. That's that's all you gotta do. So if a guy slaps the ball out of your hand once that happens, well, you had control when it did it that way. But yet you jump up, you make a catch. You get both feet down. You go out of bounds. Did you have control when you were out of bounds? Well, who gives a fuck when I was out of bounds? So, and that rule's actually changed too because it was a play the other day where a guy caught a pass, yeah. got both feet down, and the way he shifted his body before he got knocked out of bounds, they're like, "Oh, that's a football move." Yeah, I was like, "So is just t- toe tapping." Yeah, that's sure. That's what, if the ball's in your hand. And you get two feet in, and then you fall out of bounds by the same thing of just reaching a ball and the nose touching the line, and then somebody knocking out of your hand. And yeah. that's, or you just, how many times does a guy run? I know the ground can't cause a fumble, but you run, it's the same thing. You run, you point the ball over, the ball, the guy reaches, as soon as his hand hits, the ball comes out. Yeah. That's okay. That's a touchdown. But yet, you catch the ball, you've got both feet in, you land out of bounds. If you're juggling a ball or you drop it, it's a no catch. <laughs> What's the fucking difference? The ground did it. You're in the end zone. You had the ball when you were in the end zone. So, I mean, to me, it's two, it, the, the, the rules are two, two completely different things. It just doesn't even make sense. You run, you fucking smash the ball on the ground and you drop it. Just goes across the end zone. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you dropped it. Control it. Yeah, that well, you should have control. I know the ground can't cause a fumble, but if you're just gonna dive and drop the fucking ball, doesn't remember that time that Calvin Johnson caught that pass in the end zone? Was like dove to catch it, landed the end zone, and when he got up, he like used the ball to get up, and the ball came out of his hand, and they reviewed it, and they were like, "That's not a touchdown. It's not a catch." (laughs) What? He, he well because he used it to get up and left it there. That's not he bobbled it as he was getting up. Well, did he have to tuck sure. it in first? Like what the fuck? Like, sure, they were for laying years, on the ground for years. I used to hate the play. Back of the end zone, side of the end zone, sidelines. When a guy would jump for a ball, and he would catch it, and the defender would push him out of bounds. And they would give you the thing because you would have came down if he didn't hit you out of bounds. And I'm like, this is one of mine and Johnny's biggest discussions. And and I'll I'll tell you why in a second. But I used to always say, well, isn't that what the fuck you're supposed to do? You're supposed to knock about it. It never made sense. And I used to complain about it forever. They finally listened to me and they changed the fucking rule because it did not make sense. A guy jumps up. You push him out, you hit him, you give him a good nudge. So now he's out of bounds. Well, he would have came down and bounds. So therefore, what are you fucking kidding me? It's ridiculous. 
Oh, you guys used to talk about this? So I agree with you. I agree with you. But here's what happened. 2006, we're at the bar that we used to go to on Sunday watching NFL games because they had the Sunday ticket. So they would put them on or whatever. Jets and Browns are playing a late afternoon game. So we're there watching the game. Browns beat the Jets. And the reason they beat the Jets is because I forget who the tight end was at the time. Pennington threw him a pass. He caught it. Same thing, got forced out, right? They didn't review it or anything else. And I was furious. And not because the rule, I was like, I was furious because if that's the rule, then you have to call that. Sure, exactly. With you. It's a stupid rule. Like, that's what the defender's supposed to do. I totally agree with that concept. But if that's the rule, you have to give that to us. Yeah. And they didn't do it, huh? They didn't do it. And the Jets lost. And I was furious the rest of the night. He's just sitting there like, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> You know, you guys didn't win that game, but it's like, but it was just one of those things. And I'm like, and we still, he'll still bust my balls about it to this day. He's like, yeah, but that time at the mill, I'm like, fuck you. That, that was a, that was a touchdown because that was the fucking rule. He was like, it was a stupid rule. I'm like, I agree. It's a stupid rule, but that was the rule. If that was the rule, that's the rule. And you have to give us that. So I, I, I never understood how that jumped in, how that is. Well, made no sense. Back, if you're in the back, because there was no guarantee you would have came down with both feet. No. If I'm towing the back of the end zone, as I'm running backwards and a guy throws me a pass and I leap up and a guy gives me, there was no guarantee my feet were going to hit the ground. So to give a team an arbitrary. And you were touchdown. taught that on defense. Of course, it didn't For, because it's because smart. Yes, absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. They, they were trying to take something out of the game that's been the way, like, don't beat the back of the end zone then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or even the side. It's like, oh, the guy jumped up on the side. Boom, I pushed him out. Well, he would have came down. How do you know that? <laughs> How do you know? It was it was a rule that stayed around forever that was just to, because basically what you were saying was, I can have the tightest coverage on you. You make a cut. I'm still with you. But the minute you leave your feet, well, fuck it. I'm not, you know, I would be. I'm going to take a chance of you not coming down in bounds. You know what I mean? Instead of finishing the play. And so it was so stupid. I'm glad they got rid of it. Oh, me too. But I I, just, one of those things that him and I still to this day talk about, I'm like, he, that was a touchdown. And he was like, they didn't call a touchdown. I'm like, they should have, because that was the fucking rule. Was (laughs) he in the back of the end zone or the side? Side. Like he jumped and like caught it. Like he jumped at like the one, right? And yeah. he caught it, and he kind of his momentum took him through the end zone, and then yeah. the guy like gave him a shove. And again, I don't think he would have landed. Uh, I've never told Johnny this. But I was he would not have landed in the end zone. He would not have. Okay. But because <laughs> the guy pushed him, yeah. The rule was if you went up the air to catch the ball and you got pushed out of bounds, the belief is that you would have landed, and that's a catch. Sure. And they didn't stay. They were like, oh, we're not even going to review it. That's nuts, man. I was like, what? how is this even? And I, 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 maybe it was Phil Sims on the call. I forget. It was probably like the third team because it was the Jets and the Browns in 2006. <laughs> probably like Greg Gumble and somebody else. Dan Deardorff. Uh, well, Greg, I don't know. I think that should have been called this way. Just before they would have like the refs in the booth with them. Well, yeah. I, I was the ref and like a Browns fan that was at the bar, like some 40 year old dude who was had a few comes up to me after the game goes, Hey man, that definitely should have been a touchdown, but I'll take it. I'm like, 
<laughs> awesome. <laughs> thanks. Like how thanks for fucking gr- brown, how many brown fans were around <laughs> in Virginia in that area of Virginia a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was weird. I don't know why, but there was. <laughs> It was that and Steelers. Like that bar was primarily a Steelers and Browns bar. I, I can understand the Steelers. Some Eagles. Yeah. Not like walking to a bar on a su- Sunday to watch a game. And like we'd been drinking the whole like night prior. So I'm like walking in there hungover. Like, yeah, guy, just yeah. get a Coke and some a burger. <laughs> and we're sitting there watching the game. It was one of those places where you could smoke inside of too, because it was 2006. Yeah. Sure. I, would, I would practically smoke a pack just sitting there all day watching football. Just like, oh my God. <laughs> Nursing a hangover, just got fucking Eagles fans. E A G L E S. I'm like, oh my you, god! You know, I heard today. It's mm. funny that you just said smoking. I heard today that FDR, you know, the president Roosevelt, yeah. smoked up to fifty cigarettes a day. <laughs> fifty, and he was there. He had bad lungs. The pole. He had everything. Fifty fucking cigarettes a day. I mean, I know what is that? Two and a half packs, maybe. That that's grandma numbers. No, I'm just yeah, I, yeah, no, I, she was probably a little a pack or a little, but fifty. I know. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. A, that's ridiculous. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about grandma. I'm just saying fifty fucking cigarettes a day. I think the I like I said. I think those were the days when I was out drinking because they just went hand in hand. You're drinking and smoking. They just went. Hand no, in hand. no, I get that. But, but like, this would be smoking for a straight hour. Yeah, pretty much. No, I mean, not like even just a, no, no, dragging a minute a cigarette, like yeah. you know, blowing through a cigarette. That's that's insanity if you think about it. If you're up for 12 hours, that's a cigarette every 15 minutes. Yeah. And look, I know it can 50 fucking cigarettes, man. That's but it's it's like you light one, you smoke it, you, you put, put it, it out, down, and you and then you just fucking light another one. I think dad at the at his peak was like a pack and a half a day. Yeah, like two packs I could get, man. Two and a half, almost three packs a day. That's fucking crazy. I, I think I, I don't think I've I think at my peak, maybe a full pack a day. But yeah, never more than that. Like that's my lungs would hurt if I would do more than that. Well, it depends on what you're doing too, because if you had a job where you couldn't get a smoke break. Yeah. You know, that's there's eight hours there. You know, it'd be the worst, like on a weekend when like I had nothing going on. Yeah. And I'd be like sitting in my apartment, like, well, it's been 12 minutes. <laughs> Jerked off eight minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> Let me uh, guess I'll go have a smoke. Me, <laughs> not, oh, no, I get it, man. 50 fucking say FDR, what were you doing? Just trying to get something to kill him. If it wasn't going to be the polio, it was going to be the cancer. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah no that's uh, or maybe he was like fuck it i got the polio might as well <laughs> who gives a shit well, well he was already he was also like yeah they're gonna just keep electing me so what's the fucking difference man i'm a four-term guy my legs don't work <laughs> my dick probably doesn't like what it's well he he stood up to let us know that we were gonna bomb the japanese so that was good. <laughs> he, got, he got himself up for that this one or, <laughs> or at least john void did yeah, Delanos, sit down. <laughs> legs aren't meant for standing. Uh, no, that's like you said. I know people smoke three packs a day. I get it, but when you hear the number 50, 50 fucking cigarettes, man. Something I laugh about now 
more than I ever did before when I think about it is smoking sections in restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> was there a special vent in that one section oh. where the no, there it's wasn't that smoke no, flowed good. everywhere. Why the fuck would any place that allowed you to smoke be like we have a smoking section or not smoking section? <laughs> sure, no, but but airplanes had that too. I know, I don't I don't understand <laughs> it. Wait, the smoke doesn't travel. I I, I'd, I'd rather sit in the non-smoking section, please. So you're in a I, metal tube flying across the country. Yeah. Well, you are going to have lung cancer when you get off this airplane. It's, Either way. It's fucking, it's fucking great. I, let me tell you, I still remember being in bars that were just filled yeah. with fucking smoke. Filled with it. And it never bothered anybody. Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> I mean, that was I mean you, the walked in Virginia. Of, you walked out of a closed stump, but well, I was thinking the, the, the bar we would go to in Virginia, it was a smoke, like you were allowed to smoke in that place, and you didn't realize how smoky it was until you walked, like if you ever felt the need to walk outside. And sometimes you'd do it because the bathroom line was long, so you'd go piss mm-hmm. behind like a a garbage bin or some shit, because mm, <laughs> shitty bar, nobody noticed. Um as hole in the walls you can get. <laughs> but you'd go outside and you're like, oh my God, my eyes. Like, what is that? Oxygen? Jesus. <laughs> it's it's I think a bigger part of it was, you know, you were in a people would just smoke and just throw fucking cigarette butts on the floor and put them out, you know? Yeah. And you know, I I think that was part of it also. You know, not just the fucking you know, nobody wanted you smoking in there, but I had people just threw it on the floor and you stepped on. So at the end of the night, there was 6,000 fucking cigarette buds all over the floor. I, uh, you don't see it a lot anymore. People smoking. smoking. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's not. Like you'll see the vape and whatever. I think more people dip now than anything else. Yeah, I, sure. And it really, you, you know, it's, it's come to the point where it's odd when you see somebody smoking. I mean, if I smell it, I, I turn my head and be like, yeah, no, I people, it is at, weird. people are weird too. And I'm like, oh, it's a comfort smell for me. They're like, I mean, I work my job. People still smoke. So I, yeah. you know, they go outside and they smoke. So it, there, there are smokers still in my industry, but like, yeah, not like there were like, there used to be a lot more smokers outside back in the day. Um, but yeah, now it's not, not nearly as common um, for, for obvious reasons. But for me, that that's always been a comfort smell. Reminds me of grandma's house. What the smoke? Yeah, the cigarette smoke never bothered me because I grew up with it. You know? Yeah, even if I didn't smoke, I didn't. All of them did it. Yeah, that's <laughs> everybody did it, so it didn't bother me. It never did. It still doesn't bother me this day. People who smoke, I, I don't give a shit. I, I could care less. Well, it's funny. I made you the just... joke to someone recently. I was like. Do you realize that I've had secondhand smoke in my lungs since I was conceived? Like the fact that I stopped having smoke in my lungs six years ago is a modern miracle of medicine. Like the fact that I don't not medicine, but just a modern miracle that I no longer have any smoke in my lungs. Listen, it was. uh, It was good times. (laughs) Pretty sure when I was conceived, my father rolled off my mother and lit one up. Um, (laughs) Probably three. Uh, but- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We should have patched him in and asked him. 
<laughs> that part will get cut we'll, out. We'll, we'll try to get him. We'll try to get him on the phone next time. Hey, Dad, quick question. When you rolled off a mom when you conceived me, how many smokes did you have? Yeah, you know what he'll say? Oh, geez, what? I had a dog took a shit in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. That's all we got for this week. That's it's it. A, it's 10 after 11. Not much going on elsewhere in sports. Yeah, no, it's, it's, quiet. it's quiet this time of year. Next week, I'm going to see if Chris Myers wants to come on, talk a little wrestling before well, the Royal Rumble. I would have believed next Friday is my birthday. I don't that, know if it I'll is. be. Uh, it is your birthday. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll be, if we're going to go out to eat or not. So I don't right. know yet. I mean, we can I just play by yeah. Yeah, let me know. But I'm and then Saturday more because I'm off. I happen to be off that next weekend. Nice, it's my weekend off. But uh, and then Saturday, McKenna, I got to take it to sign up for classes at Catholic school. So okay, she's a Saint Anthony friar. <laughs> so we'll just we'll, we'll talk about. It. But that would be I, I didn't know uh, Chris Myers watches or indulges. Oh, his brother used to work for WWE. No. Mm-hmm. Really, I didn't yep. know that. He's on the creative team. No shit. I believe that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what. What did he? What is he out of the business? Yeah, he's out of the business now. Should have, should have, should have caught Vince with a paralegal. As who, who did he? Who did he come up with? Jack Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is because Chris also watches AEW. Oh, he does. So, right. Yeah, he watches both. So. Oh, I had no idea that he did that. He was into it. Yeah, so they watch it every week. Even Amy watches it with them. I had no. This is fucked up. All right. <laughs> Hopefully, I had no. No, I had no idea. I didn't. Know Next year, Mania's in Philly. We'll all just crash at her house. Yeah. Or Uncle Wayne's and go to Mania. Well, that's what you said. Wait, where is it? Is it going to be at the where the hockey arena is? The the link. Oh, it's going to be in a football stadium? Yeah. No, really? Okay. I mean, it's no different than when it was in MetLife. No, no, I, I no, I know. That's, that's you know, I, I thought they tried to stay indoors because they, it's usually in April there, so the weather could be shitty. I'm telling you right now, it, it was met- fucking cold when I went to MetLife for 29. <laughs> well, it was do, cold. Do you, Sean, where was it? And it might have happened a few, remember, and it rained the whole fucking time? Florida. It rained. Yeah, remember, it rained the whole time. Or for a lot of it, which to me is the most dangerous part. I mean, you're sitting in a slick ring with the boots and shit. It's yeah. Do you well, it was delayed guys? for like an hour because of that. Yeah. Do, do you see this thing now where they they do the guy grabs him, he almost does like a pile driver, but then they re, they flip over and the other guy gets the Canadian destroyer. Yes, yeah, no, you you see this, right? No, it's one of the be- uh, I think I think Adam Cole calls it the Panama Sunrise. Uh, I don't, when I saw it for the first time, I wasn't sure who got fucked up. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> the guy who did it originally, he got fucked up. Right? <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Yeah, no, that thing is fucking nuts, man. Somebody's going to snap that fucking neck doing that. That's I seen him do it on the. They did it on the floor, on the fucking floor outside. I go, this is crazy. Back if I he said, had it done to him. Oh, that's what they did to him. By, by uh, Michael Cole. Uh, but not by, by Adam Cole, not Michael Cole. Not the yeah. ring announcer. <laughs> not, not the announcer. I seen women do it. They did it on the outside apron. 
Yeah, that's dangerous as shit. When she did it, I go like this. I said, what the fuck? I thought somebody was going to break their neck. I guess it's mostly AEW people who do it. Yeah. Yeah, nobody does it in the... They don't do it in the... Here and there, they'll do it in the WWE, but not... Cena did a version of it, but it was more of like a pinning situation. Okay. Where he would like wrap the guy's arms, do the flip, and then... uh... I I mean, it's... Look, if... I guess the safety aspect is okay because it is just your body motion, you know. But you well, just, the one guy's jumping right. forward while the other guy's yes. jumping back, so like the they're ju- teaming in it. But a hundred percent. But it could go wrong. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a reason they got rid of the pile driver. You know what I'm saying? And it could go wrong. Well, it's because the King did it to Andy Kaufman, and yeah, can't be doing that to, to people like Andy Kaufman. He's uh, not a professional wrestler. Not in the uh, Memphis sense. More of the me- tiny man, big woman wrestling scene. Andy Kaufman yeah. was king, but yeah, not, well, he was, he was the just champ. a man on the moon. He was uh, the ladies' champ. I will beat any woman here. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you though that whole fucking thing that they did that whole thing on Letterman to a T to the greatest the work ever. Thing. And then it really was, and then all of a sudden when they're like, I in, in the movie. First of all, look. All be told, I don't know why they made a fucking movie about Andy Kaufman. I didn't get it, you know. Like, I got it. Why? But people thought he was a genius. But whatever. I'm not gonna shit on a man. He's dead. But maybe when when that part comes up in the movie and they're like, we can't work together. And then all of a sudden you see them together, and they're both like, they're like, Are you sure? You know, because that it is the greatest work. It was almost like when he smacked and he starts cursing. You are such an asshole. You want that? Yeah. And David Letterman just sitting there with the pencil, you know, <laughs> making the face. I am going to sue you, you motherfucker! And then he then he slaps at Jerry. Let Jerry Lola stands up. It was it was fantastic. Mister Freddie bless has gone wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It just I, that's what I meant. Andy Kaufman was just so all over the place. He did that, but he liked wrestling, and then that shit with the women was great. Though I will beat any woman here. Was he on Taxi? Well, he was on Taxi. Well, he was another guy. He did the character Locker, and he hated it. But it's what his success was and what propelled him forward. I mean, he was on Saturday Night Live. He did the thing with Here I Come to Save the Day. He did, you know, Mighty Mouse. He put it on a thing, and people thought that was funny. But he he did that. He also played another character. And, you know, like, he pretended he was somebody else. But other than that, but Sean, I'll tell you, before we go, we're going to leave right now. I remember whichever station it was, this is going back years ago, used to play comedy clips. Okay. And they had, so Andy Kaufman was on stage. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking Locker. He was on stage, you know, doing a comedy bit. And I remember him going, okay, does anybody want to come up and touch my cyst? He goes, I have a cyst growing on my neck. And people paid a dollar to go on a stage and they were touching it and they put that in the movie. It was like the beginning of his cancer. And I'm like, fuck that. So when I saw that part in the movie, I'm like, I fucking saw this. I saw this actually happen. Like when he was on stage, it wasn't bullshit. Wasn't something they put in. I go, I saw a fucking locker on stage doing this. And he's like, Oh, do you want it? Cause I, I guess he really didn't have an act, but. And then he said he faked his death, but I'm like, why would you fake? Why would you fake your death? Because he was a genius. 
That, well, that's that's when I see that all the time. Once again, I'm like, I don't. Why is that? Why is there even a? He grew. Yeah, he grew up in Great Neck. Right? Did he really? Yeah, yeah. And they filmed the they filmed the movie there by the house. I don't know if it was the exact house, but by houses in Great Neck. Just a few scenes and we get where he's at, you know, by the home. I mean, people also told me that Henry Hill lived in Rockville Center, but you and I could not find his house. No, uh, St. Mark, 19 St. Mark's, right? Shorty lived down a block from the police station. Okay. 19, 19 St. Mark's. So where the little, where the block, but the bowling alley? Yeah. Rockville Center, the behind that. Was whatever street that? Yeah, because Scott Freeze's grandparents lived over that area. So on Maple, Maple ran. The Rockville Center Police Station was here. St. Mark's was one of the cross streets. Nineteen St. Mark's. It's in his. It's in the book. Wise guy. Yeah. It's in his book. You would, which I have up here. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you have it? I got a whole bunch of shit over there, but yeah, oh, no, okay. I got a. Uh, yeah, I got, I got it up there somewhere. And supposedly that was the house where he had the, uh, you know, the fake. Not the Lawrence house where he ordered five pounds house, whatever that he got. You know, it was it was the same. It was the Rockville Center house. Yeah, we had the thing. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. But uh, why would you do that, Karen? <laughs> why would you? That's all we had. That's all we had. Oh man, I'm trying to see if I can see it up there right now. Got too much shit in front of some of the books. All right, but no, but that's it's there. The house is there. Drove past it. You would think that the Rockville Center police would have been all over that. Well, that's that was his thing. That was his joke about it was that, you know, he goes, he lived across the, around the corner from a police station, you know, but I don't think they were all, you know, they weren't. Looking they didn't give all. a shit. They're, you know, you needed a task force from, I believe now Hank Hill lives in that house. <laughs> <laughs> so they kept it in the family. Propane and propane accessories. Yeah, that's right. You, you believe he was in the mafia? <laughs> God damn it, Bobby! <laughs> no, that's but uh, my, that's my purse. <laughs> Another show that's been on way too long. No, I think it's just in syndication. I think it's actually yeah. on TV. <laughs> oh, they don't make any no more new episodes. I don't I, think so. I wasn't a King of the Hill guy. I, I just wasn't. I. It's Luann. I stopped at uh, you know, my uh my the family guy was my fucking thing. <laughs> I still I'll get married, right, we'll get off again. I always like because at the end of the night when we start ripping, there's an episode and Ashlyn used to because the kid Ashlyn would watch the family guy with yeah. me. So when you had it on Netflix, they had the ones that you found out that they cursed on. You know, yeah. they didn't do it on channel five. And it's the episode where uh I almost called them Homer. <laughs> Peter? Yeah, I called him Homer almost. <laughs> Peter, Peter wants to be an actor because of the guy who plays J, uh, Michael Myers. So he goes, I'm going to be an actor. So they go out to Hollywood and they're walking on the Hall of Fame, you know, the, the Walk of Fame. Yeah. And he's like, ah. He goes, look. And he's saying all the names. Chester B. Warthog. He's saying all these names. And as he's saying them, he's like Gladys, Gladys, uh, Gladys Fleming. And as he's saying these names, I'm like, who are these people he's saying? And all of a sudden, he's still walking. He goes, who the fuck are these people? And Sean, <laughs> I started fucking me and Ashlyn. I had tears in my eyes. And Ashlyn, because Ashlyn memorized all of it. I used to play it back all of Chester B. Warthog. Who the fuck are these people? I'm fucking dying. Dying. 
Because I was, I was saying it in my head. <laughs> Who the hell? What is he saying? <laughs> it was fucking great. It was good. I, I get to, it's so sick. It's season <laughs> ten, episode thirteen. If you want to see it, look it up on YouTube. Look it up on YouTube. Season ten, episode thirteen. You laugh, you fuck up. And like, like you said, they're doing that walk, and he's he's just pointing at, and he's with some guy who doesn't speak, and he's just walking. And he goes, "That was his agent," and he's just walking. Who the fuck are these people in that voice? <laughs> it was great, and like I said, I didn't expect them to curse either. Oh my god! So just the combination of me in my head saying, "What, what, what names are these?" and <laughs> the curse come out. And he said exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Fucking classic. All right, buddy boy. Oh, that's great. All right, folks. We will see see you next week. Maybe maybe another option is a live watch of the Royal Rumble on Peacock. We'll see what happens. All right, um, but we will uh see y'all next week. Enjoy your weekend, enjoy the football. And uh that's all from us. Uncle Johnny, thank you. All right, Sean. Thanks for having me again, buddy. Anybody who's listening to this, if you're asking who the fuck these people are, you'll just stick around. You'll learn. Um, <laughs> we'll learn you. Yeah, you'll learn. <laughs> but all right, that's it. Uh, thank you, everyone, and have a great week. And uh, see you next time here on the Fumble to the End Zone podcast. Do him driving in Atlanta. That's always a good one. Wait, what's that? Do dad driving in Atlanta. That's always a good one. No, that's just, oh, geez, there's always somebody right up their ass. When he t- I'll tell you though, Sean, it was funny because one of the reasons your old man wanted to move out of New York was the traffic. And then like, I, you know, he, I met him at the airport one time when, when you guys first moved down and I went to see Ann Kim, but I came by you guys first. Yeah. And then she was coming by to pick me up at your place and when we drove out that fucking airport and and i'm like tim how is it down here you know it's fucking and he goes everything's great he goes but dad the fucking there was six lanes of traffic (laughs) as opposed to three i go holy and he goes he goes it's not bad but he goes you're driving and then somebody wants to get over six lanes and he's like i'm like holy shit six lanes of traffic as opposed to three (laughs) so you're your old man, in effect, moved to the most congested the fucking place in the world. <laughs> and he could never escape it because even the one time where he said one of the places, I mean, I, you were probably gone by then. I don't know if you were gone. But one of the places, maybe the apartment that he lived before you guys bought the house, you know, when you were little still, when you would guys were, he said it was just a two lane high, you know, road went this way. And he mm-hmm. says it was loaded with cars. So even pulling out of the complex. There was fucking cars everywhere. I said, fuck, you got, you know, you moved to the wrong fucking city, baby, or to a state, the wrong state. That's funny. Georgia traffic. Not to mention the fact I landed in the airport. I'm like, oh, no, this place is nice. I'm like, wait, how do I get to my gate? They're like, oh, you got to jump on a train. I'm like, (laughs) indoors. I'm like, holy, how big is this fucking place? (laughs) Atlanta's weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, no, the airport's beautiful. But I didn't know that. Kim's like, oh, because I thought I was at the, th- at the, you know, where I was supposed to get off. Yeah. They're like, no, get on this indoor bu- uh, train and it <laughs> shoots you to where you're going. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> the train in the airport? <laughs> it was in the fucking airport. The train took me. How it's big like, is this place? 47 miles. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a big airport. 